and benvenuti fellas and bellas all over the world welcome to another episode of the napoli rant i am rothbiz joined by my co-host the vicar of his subias on time rafa Rispo. we are on time rafa bizarro and it feels so good it, feels it does so feel good. good it's like the oh, boss yeah, is gonna does. give us a, 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 a like a thumbs up today for being on time no more late stuff yes Yes, it's it's great. Actually, Ali just came home and was like, "Are you on yet?" And I was like, "Come on, are we on yet?" Come on, are we on She's yet? like, "Oh yeah, yeah." She's our manager. Late, but we're not late today. We're not late. We're on time. We are on time. Thanks to everybody waiting in the chat as well as our audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. Rafa back to eighteen points this week as Ooh. Napoli beat Atalanta two to nothing at home. Again, just giving us that nice, comfy cushion again, folks. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about some important points we saw. A few records, or not records, rather, but statistics as far as where we sit in certain categories in this league right now. All right? And on top of that, we're going to give the beast of the match, and we're going to talk a little bit what to expect in the next coming games. We do have Champions League this Wednesday, game two at the Maradona against Frankfurt. It's going to be sweet. Rafa, we got a big announcement with that. I'm going to let you do the honors. I'm going to let you do the yes. honors. Yes. Yes. Don't forget, please, the Tri-State Napoli Club. As you can see, we're wearing the T-shirts today representing beautiful, beautiful T-shirts, by the way. But we are meeting at Ribalta on Wednesday for the second leg of the Champions League round of 16, Napoli, Eintracht, Frankfurt, at Ribalta in New York City. Please come. It's a 4 o'clock start everybody please be aware that it's a four o'clock start because our clocks went ahead here and they don't go ahead in europe until about two weeks from now so four o'clock start but that means you got to get there probably around three maybe 2 30 we'll be there ralph and my myself ralph will be there i got some family coming with me too and speaking of family really quick before i get to my second um announcement i'd like to say dante auguri happy birthday to my son paul Paulie turns 10 hey. today, and I, I'm pretty sure he's not watching. He should be almost sleeping for school tomorrow, but maybe school tomorrow because we're getting ready for a winter storm. This is why I got dressed in my winter gear today. I don't know. Especially up here, it's going to be really, really bad. But well, we're, we're a little warm down here in the boroughs, the, the, Rafa, so hence no scarf. I know you me. are. So 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 no scarf. I I was going to wear your hat, the hat you're wearing, but I chose to wear the the, you know, the Christmas uh, uh scully because it's cold up here. Anyway, second announcement is we will be giving away these t-shirts pretty soon. We're going to announce a giveaway. Um I have some t-shirts to give away, so we're going to do it. Uh we don't know the details yet, but we'll get it to you possibly during the international break, which is after the Torino match, we're going to do a giveaway for a Tri-State Napoli t-shirt. What better, how much better can it get from there, you know? But yes, so. please come represent, come represent at Ribalta. Uh, rumor has it that we're going to be celebrating my 40th too, which is on Friday. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. Oh, that's right. Your birthday's coming up. Few birthdays. Yeah. There's like a lot of March, March, uh, mid-March birthdays that I got going on, man. I got to write all these things down man. <laughs> you got to put them in your calendar you know i gotta put them in my calendar because i'll forget boy but uh guys before we move on just don't forget show your support by subscribing to our youtube channel and be sure to give this episode a like 
Yes, thank you so much. Any support will do a like, a subscribe, a share. Let 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 your friend of a friend know. That'd be great. Please, man. please gently tap the like button. Boop. And um and please Boop. with ease subscribe. You know? Yes, don't, with ease. Don't break your computers for us, but no, please do it. No. Get, don't break get, anything. Get Just touch the button. Just touch it. Go ahead, touch it. We'll give you a minute. Like button. All right. We go. Listen, we got to be careful, Ralph, because really quick before we go on, today yeah. I, I cut a kid's hair today. I usually cut uh -huh. his hair. And okay. he's a soccer fan. He's a cultural fan. He's, he's a right. football fan. He's a fan of the sport. But he okay. doesn't know who to support. He just likes watching soccer on TV. I asked him, do you have Paramount Plus? He said, yes. I said, Napoli is your team. I have a podcast. We have a YouTube channel. He took the YouTube channel name down. I told him we're live Sweet. Monday nights. He's a young kid. I told him that we slip the with the words every now and then, but we were not like raunchy like other people are. Okay. So, yeah. So Mama yeah, like and Papa PG. can can be uh, uh very you know at ease while they watch right. me. But PG, hopefully he's PG, watching today. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh. PG. Yeah. 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 All right. But uh, oh. yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's yeah, go. Thank you to all our new viewers. We love you. Napoli 2-0, the aftermath, guys. I mean, this was the game I was waiting for, Rafa, because I I rewatched today. I did Napoli Senza Volume. You know how we roll. That is Always. watching the game. No volume, no friends, no nothing, just me and the TV. It really and is the best way to get really to, 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 to really focus in on what's going on with the match. You know, you watch it with the volume all the way up live so that you can take it in. But but when you have to analyze it, Senza Volume is the best way to go, man. Best yeah, way it. to go. I recommend everybody, if you really if you're trying to take notes or you want to do some takes, or if you're doing something like this and you want to write, rewatch the game. In silence, and let me tell you, it just opens up a whole new world of what you can see out there. And again, what I saw was finally like the Napoli I was kind of waiting for for a little while, where everybody was on point. Everybody, everybody did their thing. This game, it Atalanta to me was all right. They had a couple chances, you know, in in the first in the first half. We saw a little bit on the twentieth minute. We saw a little bit towards the end of the half as well. Uh, but it was mostly counterattacking. They 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 had a little bit of ball control uh, during the game, but not a whole lot that Napoli felt threatened. And and I just think overall Napoli played a complete game. Everybody on that field was on their shit. Now it was, you know, starting from we, Golini. We we saw a little bit of drama in the beginning of the match when Moret Moret. Sorry. Now on. They said it was an elbow issue. Later on in the game, the commentator said that it may have been his wrist. Uh, I haven't got much more information. If there's anybody in the chat that heard something else, please let me know. Um, so so, um, so we can I believe share it's that. A, I believe it's a wrist, it's a wrist thing wrist. and that it's not very... So from what I read this morning, early this morning, mm -hmm. um, it was it's a wrist issue that came like... As they were training for the match, because even Be Bellini announced Medet, right? So everybody had Medet ready to go. And Golini, with no time, no time notice, came in and uh, took care of business. But it is his oh, yeah. wrist. And he, he, yes, as Jerry put on the on the comments here, Jerry, uh, is that Cola or Kala? Kala, Kala. Kala, 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 Kala. 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 Kala.
Uh, come on, name that movie. I'm not in- Jerry Callow. It's Jerry I'm Jerry Callow. C A L L O. Oh, that's God. brilliant. What I'm calling Jerry Callow. You're now Jerry Callow. In my Jerry Callow's dead. He would call you Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, right? And maybe look, the ants. He got it. You got you it. You got it. Yes. Got yes, it. yes. What a good. What a my favorite movie of all time. Oh my god! If you haven't watched what, my number Vinny, one favorite, you go. are missing out if go you have tomorrow. not seen it. Yeah, you are missing like, out. Go watch it now. Go watch I, it I, after the show. You know, you know who's never seen that, bro? Who? My cousin, my cousin Luca. <laughs> I was gonna say your cousin Vinny. So I was like, no, wow, so Flo, a- so Flo Luca has so never Flo. seen my cousin you know Vinny. He missing, needs kid. to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know what, know what you're missing, kid. But anyway, anyway, uh, uh, yes, questionable for Wednesday, but they said he's feeling better. He he doesn't want to go on unless he's perfect. So Golini is ready for the call-up. He's ready to go. Um, so either way, it's two two keepers that are ready to go. So Unfair, Daniel. Guys, Moret is an injury prone. He just gets injured all the time. I mean, he's been pretty healthy. Why, why am I all fine? You, you see, look, I'm all fine. You're a little blurry. Right. That's after a few drinks. This is what I look like towards people, right? Like what is this? What is this? Rafa vision? I I Rafa mean vision. I know I need new glasses. I think you need like, a thicker set. I think you need a th- oh! How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> Mrs. Riley. And only and Mrs. Only Riley. Mrs. Riley. Oh man. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Yeah, hold on. Let me try to. I have a trick. I kind of put my hand up and I just yeah, go do it. it do the, do the little, little tricks to the trade. Tricks. All right, I'll do just a little trade. blur, little, little tricks to the trade. Let me. Uh, but uh, guys, I, he's been pretty healthy all year. I, he really has. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, aside from that little back issue we had, and then of course he had to play second fiddle speed. I mean, he only got injured a couple times. But yeah, it was I, I, I wouldn't call him injury prone. Rafa, you want to let's talk about let's talk about Golini a little bit there. Were you, were you worried at all when he first came in? I'm gonna Not let you answer that while I fix my camera. So, so go ahead, tell, do it. Not how, even tell me how bit. you felt, tell me how you felt about that when when you saw Golini get the call. What I felt about Golini, I was uh, well. First of all, I was confused because I had no idea what was going on. Uh, it was again, you know, it, it was uh, during a work day, so. Uh, mm-hmm. Knowing that Medet was on the starting line, and then uh, he he's back. <laughs> knowing that Medet was on the starting line, but then seeing Golini, because ah, I remember, I don't remember who. Well, I think Gil might have said to me, he goes, he goes, is, is that it, it, that's not Medet in that? I said, yeah, it's Medet. They, you know, they, they, that's what they announced. And then I saw, and I was like, oh wow, that's not Medet. What's going on? Didn't know. Didn't want to look. Didn't want to see. You know, sometimes the broadcast is you know, delayed and I don't want to look at my phone while it happens because I don't want to get spoiled about anything. So I read later on, but I was really impressed with Golini and his, uh, his performance. Uh, I wasn't feeling nervous at all because you know what? Golini is a fine goalkeeper. We brought him in because of that. We, you know, we replaced him with Sidigu who unfortunately, you know, just wanted more playing time and, and, and wasn't going to get it here. But the, the, the reason why we brought Golini in was to a, either like you know replace Medet next season I, I believe he resigned I'm not 100% if he resigned I know there's an offer on the table but replace him or add to Medet for next season to juggle Champions League and and, mm-hmm. and Serie A and he's a fantastic keeper he raps he's got a rap out which is pretty cool um but, does he but like he, he, does. Spits bars? he does he spits and bars you, 
he spits bars, bro. You gotta listen to it. I'll, I'll maybe I'll post it in here somewhere if I can find it. Yo, but Quentin's anyway. in here. You gotta get that track. Oh, Quentin. Quentin, Quentin, do me a favor, find the track and post it on the comments for us if you don't mind. But uh, I'm pretty sure Quentin's heard of, heard it before. Um, but anyway, it's funny how it works out, right? Because Golini gets a start after an unfortunate incident with Meret, mm-hmm. and he's playing against his former team. Right, Atalanta. He was with Atalanta for all those like years of coming up, the comeuppance of Atalanta, and um, he played brilliantly. I mean, he made some really good saves. One in particular on the, you know, one in particular on the near post, right, and then another. uh, I think that was the one that led to the corner that he made the save with the header, the Duvan save that he like dove. That was top notch. Inside, yeah, Yeah, man. He looked like he was like defending like an MMA takedown with that save Mm -hmm. right there. I mean, to me, Mm -hmm. it really like, it looks, he made, they make it look easy, but that thing was point blank range. It was coming with super pace and he was able to get down and in front of it, extends his body into the goal and basically blocks the shot right at the line. So yeah. Phenomenal save. A couple, couple more good saves too. And a tight game. Yeah, the tight game, man. And 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 I'll tell you what, I I, I was very confident in Golini's abilities, so no no real worries, man. And um, there we go, there we mm. go. Golini did the job, and it makes me feel comfortable going into the Champions League as well. Right, definitely. It was it was a good. And mind you, this was against no pushover team. It was Atalanta. Granted, was it the best Atalanta side we've seen? Probably not, but. It doesn't matter. His saves were big. Uh, they were important. He was in position. His his save selection was good. His rebound control was good. And no matter what, he kept the game at zero. He was a big part of that. But also, uh, Rafa, the the, the defense, uh, I, I think, goes without saying, probably just it it was also top notch in my in in my opinion. I mean. I was watching Kim, but at the rewatch, I started seeing Rachmani again. And what these two did, like just frustrating Zapata and and thwarting so many counterattacks. So let's keep it real. I mean, Matteo Bonetti said it himself that, you know, you got Atalanta playing this 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 um, this kind of low block. You know, I thought like n- nobody's going toe to toe in Napoli at this point in the season or, or this season at all. Nobody's going toe for toe. And. Yeah. And if they want to, if they decide to open up and we'll just destroy them uh, with a long ball or, or with a great run by one of our, like, super fast wingers or attackers, our defense is just going to stop whatever it is you're bringing down. I mean, the amount of clearances we saw from Rachmani and, and, and Kim, the aggression, uh, the, 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 the ability to stop the counterattack, I mean – Oliveira doing this thing. De Lorenzo doing this thing. Just the slide tackling, the the backtracking, just the stopping of the counterattack because that's all Atalanta had, had was was the reason that when Golini's great saves was you know you know it was going to be a hard day for Atalanta to get some goals. They just didn't have it. And I'll tell you what I mentioned this. I mentioned this in the last show too, Ralph. Um, Against Lazio, you know, we're going to get up against the Lazio team that was on sort of an upswing. Yes, they dropped some some points against some smaller teams, but they really do well against the bigger teams. Uh, and they're on an upward trend, right, Lazio? Yeah. Um, 
they're 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 fighting for a Champions League spot. They're probably going to get one. They could end up in second place, and that was a tough match. I always said Inter and Lazio are going to be two tough matches for Napoli in the season, and it happened to where we got the loss against Inter and the loss against Lazio, both one nils. I was not worried about this Atalanta match because this is not an Atalanta on an upward trend. I know every team has that breakout moment where they bust out of their funk, but I knew this wasn't going to be it because this Atalanta side, something's up with them. I mean, Gasparini is losing his mind, I think. Where he sat Lookman, he 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 made some weird moves at halftime. It was just very strange approach to the game. Mm-hmm. And I I know that like I, I watching out the lot because I watched the whole league, man. Let's face it, we yeah. watch the whole league. Yeah, the TV's on at the shop all the time. We're watching it. This Atalanta side is something's up with them, and uh, you know the the fact that we were able to withstand whatever they gave us in the first half and then pounce in the second half, forcing them to open up wide where we pounced again on the set pieces. It's another thing. Atalanta gave up a lot of set piece goals too. And um, we kind of exploited them once we got that Kvada goal, which was out of this effing world, man. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable goal he scored. I mean. I'm still thinking. It gave me goosebumps when I first saw the goal. But before we get to the front line, Rafa, just moving up into the midfield, and because the midfield was a part of that goal, or a midfielder, I should say, I think – Judging you by might have watched the show last week. Yeah, yeah, right. He might have watched the show last I, week. I huh? think I think he did because his he he was important. I, I think he he listen, that goal started by him dispossessing an attacker in the midfield and going the other way quickly and having you know able to, to kind of create our own counterattack against Atalanta and with so much att- again. It's this nightmare for defense. What do you do? Three guys surrounding OCM. They know they got to cover him. They don't want OCM blowing past by their back line. They're all focused on him. Cavada just sneaking up to the left. OCM able to recognize that just sends him a nice little ball. And then all the lot of defense having a shift to the other side. Four guys shift to that side. Another three running towards him. And he's able to keep the composure of one little move, two little moves, gets to his right foot. And buries that shot. It was epic, man. It was epic, dude. I was able to. I was able to hit the screen saver, like the screenshot on my phone, as I was watching the highlight of it. And it was three or four in in between Kavada and the goal. And there was another three or four hanging around Kavada, where you see no other Napoli player. Like Osimhen lets that off to Kavada, and Kavada was all by himself, man. And it's one of those things where, like, it could have been an eight-on-one, and I'd be like, where the hell is everybody? <laughs> but he right. just – it's magic. It's magic. It's it's and it's it's and it's a Maradona-style goal. And people were calling me crazy when I called him Cavaradona in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people were crazy that people – you know, th- that that's his now. It's, a, it's actually his moniker, right, Cavaradona. And – People were like, oh, calm down, calm down. Let's not compare him to Maradona yet. But, guys, we are on the verge of a Scudetto in year one of Karadzkelia. And he's, he's doing what he's doing. 11 goals and nine assists in Serie A. I think it's like, 
I think it's like 13 and 15 in, in all of, you know, in all competitions. I, I, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And he is absolutely living up to that Cavaradona name. I, there was that, remember there was that little bit of a time where he was like, you know, maybe feeling a little bit of the pressures of that. That's gone, man. That's gone. Yeah. It's that, over. That, and Cavada Mania is running wild in Naples. Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, it, it really is. And especially after that, it's just cementing his his this new legacy more and more and more. Uh, I want to read a quick comment from Quinton here. Beast of the match, Scalvini's hair for not coming off when Cavada kicked that goal in off his head. Ask Respa. I think it was the number two guard. <laughs> a two guard, yeah. Two guard. All, two guard. Right down the middle of his head, and then he left it. Bro, someone's got to edit Scalvini's head to have that two, like, just missing from where he tried to get Kvada's ball. What a shot. What a shot, man. John Lucas says uh, it was almost like Osinum vanished after making that pass. It's true, man. It's, it's true. true. And can and can you believe the celebration, Osinum, even on both goals, the celebration that Osinum, he took his mask off as if he scored. Like, that's he what ran. I want to see. Did you see him run the other way? Well, if so, I don't know. You see the camera, all right? It's honing in on Kavad and all the guys embracing him, and then you see Osinham running in the back across this. I think he might have went to the sideline to, or or maybe up yeah, to the, the crowd. crowd up, yeah, maybe it was something yeah. like that. Yeah. But he just saw it. he was hyping up. That goal like crazy, but I just found it funny that OCM was. I see OCM running in the background after this goal somewhere to go to go celebrate. It was, it was just too funny. But uh, Salvador de Brita says to us, iconic goal that will be his magnus opus unless he somehow tops it, which he very well could do given his skills and technical abilities. Man, I don't know a one on seven practically. How do you how do you top that? This guy looked like a a deer being surrounded by lions. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. But it really turned out to be deer surrounding a lion. And, and, yeah. and, and it, it was just, you need that. I think you need that when, when these teams are playing these low blocks and, and, and they're crowding up spaces, you, you need a little bit of magic to get a goal. I feel like you need a, something special. Um, but again, the fact that this starts with, and Guisa, to me, was a big deal, Rafa, because I've been complaining about him over the past couple shows. You know it. You know, again, gets our beast in quarter one. We don't see the same form. What's going on? We need we, – it can't just be all up to La Boca, you know, creating these plays. We missed a little bit of Zelensky's playmaking abilities, that that quick one-touch pass uh, to to release guys like Osinham or or maybe Palatano or even Cavada. We're seeing that again from Zelensky. He's getting consistent again. And Guise's ability to dispossess in the midfield, especially mm -hmm. along the flanks when he's backtrapping to cover Di Lorenzo, to me, it's so important for Napoli because this is what it causes. This is what happens. Right. The end result are these beautiful goals. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do when a guy that big's coming at you? What you going to do when Quaramania runs wild on you? What you going to do, Ofrada? Ofrada, my gift, Ofrada. Ofrada, what you going to do, Ofrada? Oh, man, we're making it a shirt. So, Don DeSantis, have you guys said you won the Scudetto yet or still nervous about it? 
I wouldn't call it nervous. I would just nobody's nervous about that. Nobody's nervous, nervous about that at all. I'll tell you what we're not gonna say. Right. So I figured it out, Don uh, Dante. Dante's um, not the seat. <laughs> you know how everybody's got the, you know, the the um uh what is it, the superstition about you know the scudetto, whatever, you know. Oh, don't say it. it's not done yet. It's not, it's done, it's over. We need <laughs> six more wins to get this scudetto. It's over out of 12. We win half our games in Serie A. We we are the champions. We could lose or draw those other six. All of them. We could lose or draw all the other six as long as we win six more games out of 12. It's over. It's over. What I'm not gonna say is Napoli Campione de Ru <laughs> Campione de Ru. Napoli campione de I can't say it. No. No. You I wouldn't know what to do to myself. I don't even think I can handle that. I don't know, problem. Ralph. I it's like that know, Kanye man, West but... song. I, I I can't I couldn't even handle it. I think we would explode. Like Napoli Napoli would crumble at the feet of the of 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 the amount of people probably celebrating. An event like that, it would be you know what bananas. It's incredible. I, I was talking to another client of mine today, and he knows a little bit about City Out, right? Yeah. And he goes, "What's going to happen in Naples when they win this Scudetto?" I said, "I fear for the stadium. I like, I know they had a facelift. I know, you know, I'm sure there was some sort of a, uh, you know, uh, reinforcements done on the stands and stuff like that. Remember that one section that was closed because the stands wouldn't be able to like be fit to hold anyone." And now it's open because they must have done some repairs there, right? I'm really worried about what's going to happen at that stadium when that when that happens. Not necessarily for the last game of the season, the ceremony, blah blah blah, but for when it ha- if it happens on the pitch at the Maradona, what is that? Pl- <laughs> it's it's, gonna, I don't, it's like it's gonna it's like it's being demolished. I'm well, telling right. you, it's going to it's going to explode. I, it's I, going to explode. I might fear for some of the people on the bottom ring that day. I swear, like the people bring a helmet, about Vesuvius bring a exploding. The yeah. Maradona is going to explode when that happens, bro. Uh, LK LDL seven hundred seven says Alzheimer is one of the is one of the kind with enormous uh, emotions and huge heart. He went to the ultras to celebrate and make them louder. And every yeah. week, Cavati seems to do crazier themes. It seems endless. It, it's it really is. It, it really is. I mean, it's almost as if we're just sitting back, waiting. Now, you know, and and again, after this performance, the reason why this was so important to me, Rafa, the reason why I'm giving so much love to everybody was that if Napoli, and, and this kind of goes this goes to Dante's question, if Napoli can repeat these performances for the most part for the rest of the season, it's a wrap. We're not even going to lose. We're not going to lose. I'm telling you, if that midfield plays the way it played last game against Antalanta, the rest of the season, we're not losing. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna concede goals because think, I mean, look at the stat. I'll, I'll throw out a few stats here. I'll, I'll throw out a few numbers. Napoli right now, not only we're 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 not only are we winning, but we're winning the cleanest. We have the least amount of fouls per match in 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 Serie A. We have the least amount of yellow cards. And we have the least amount of red cards. We've been the cleanest team. I think we have like 32 cards in general or or 
32 cards altogether in 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 Serie A. We have the least amount of goals given up per match. So not only are we doing cleanly, uh, we're we're not conceding as much. We have 13 clean sheets. We just passed match day 26. Uh, match day 26. Basically, 50% of our games, we did not give up a goal. All right. The right. least amount of goals, uh, our expected goals conceded is also number 20 in the league. I mean, if we if we're on this average of two goals per match, which is pretty much where we're at, we're at like 2.3, 2.6 goals per match on average. If we keep doing that and we keep that the goals given up at 0.6, it's a win-win. Doesn't matter what you give up. You're going to still make up for it by the goals. I mean, it, 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 I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what, I, like, I like think what from there, go? I think from there, we announced the beast of the match, right? What do you, you want to do it? We can I do beast so. of the match. Let's go. For I it. think so, man. Beast of the match, guys, changed it, changed hands a couple a, a, a little bit. And really, when it changed the most was after the rewatch that I did this afternoon. I hit up Rafa. I'm like, no, th this is it. This is it, Rafa, because I it, it has to be. So who is your beast of the match, guys? Let us know in the comments, uh, in the live chat, as well as the comments, guys, on audio replay. We want to hear what you think. Uh, and, and, you know, if it was somebody different. But here we go, guys. Beast of the match, Napoli Alanta. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Tutta yes, fellas and fellas. Tutta Tutta squad. Squad the whole team. The whole team. Yeah. The whole team. You know, our original, one of our original calls, uh, fellas and fellas, was, you know, we had Kim up there, definitely Lobo, uh, uh, certainly Cavada. But then I rewatched and I started watching Rachmani and what he was able to do because Kim wasn't the only one holding down Zapata. It was also Rachmani. Oliveira playing. Listen, Oliveira didn't he had a clean match. He didn't have the grades, but he had a good clean match. He did what he had to do. Giovanni Di Lorenzo providing on offense, just running around the whole field, the slide tackling, putting his body on the line. The midfield absolutely back to normal, incredible. And Guisa, you know, and Guisa's uh dispossession leading to a counterattack. Zelinsky staying in the front, you know, right on top of the box. Picking out little passes, taking a few shots. Loboca, incredible as always. Olsenham with that, you know, with, with, with his chances created, almost scoring, almost trying to almost trying to get back on the, on the board, considering now this is the second, even though it's his second game going without scoring after eight in a row. I mean, he's still out there trying and he almost hits it. With that, that bicycle kick, incredible. How do you not give that a beast shout out? Cavada's goal. Absolutely beastly. How do you not give it? Politano finally waking up, help back, uh, helping on the backtrack, you know, doing those little Poli juke front making Poli crosses. Have Politano 8.1 8, 8. rating in football. Politano created the most chances in the match five. It to was come on for Lozano and do that. One of his best performances of the season. You're right. 100%. One of his best, if not the season, at the very least for 2023, certainly Politano's, mm -hmm. but it's definitely his best performance in, 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 in where we can in remember. In a while. Right. And then Salvatore uh, Dabrita says, Golini on 100% appearance, BOTM BO ratio, go. Uh, Golini had some great saves, and he kept this team, he kept Atalanta at zero. 
important saves to me, the whole team, beast of the match. And, you know, we don't see Spalletti in here, but don't count him out. He's a part of this selection. Sure. Okay. Because sure. When, when you watch this team going to the – we don't let off. And, and Bonetti says this from time and time again. We do not let our foot off the gas. This this couldn't be more evident uh, in th this game and, and a few prior games. Just, just giving it to him, man. Staying on the offense. Staying on the press. Still trying to create chances. They're not sitting back and allowing these teams to get back into the game in the in these closing minutes. They're not sitting back and waiting. They're not acting scared. They're pushing forward. They know the best defense is a good offense. They're proving it from time and time again. This team is so connected. And this game, and after coming from a loss at Lazio, one can say, uh-oh, what's going on next week? Are they going to tie against Atalanta? Are they going to drop points there? Nope. They come right back. They completely dominate Atalanta. Beast of the match. I want to really quickly just kind of go over something fast that I just am kind of realizing. Napoli against Atalanta, right? I'm going to read this off. First of all, I want to I want to do something similar to what you just did. I'm going to kind of go from from top to bottom, right? So so Golini for stepping in last minute and the performance that he had. Something I really noticed about him was his touches. I think he had so many touches, and I checked it just now. 41 touches as opposed to Meta having 27 last game. 41. Golini is the – and when he touches the ball, he quickly passes to whoever's open, and he knows who's open. He rarely made – he made zero mistakes on, on Saturday, but – He's that kind of keeper that is quick to play. He's a lot like Ospina when it comes to being a part of the play, right? Seven saves uh, or the three saves, seven recoveries, uh, uh, 24 of 30 accurate passes as a goalkeeper. Come on now, right? Beautiful performance. Di Lorenzo, a 7.8. Rachmani, an 8.2 with the goal, doing his thing. Uh, you know, 91% accurate passes. Uh, you know, a bunch of tackles, one and a bunch of long balls and stuff like that. Recoveries, Kim and Jay, forget about it. The most accurate passer, 98% accurate passing. He's 42. He, he missed one pass all game. One, 42 of 43. That's unbelievable. The duels, the amount of duels that he wins and stuff like that is just crazy. Recoveries. Oliveira actually had a 7 9 rating. And he had the most tackles in the match, which is crazy. 93% accurate passing as well. You know, this whole team is just really... The, the midfield speaks for itself. Lobotka completing the most passes in the match. 87, 7.6. Angisa, 7.6. Zielinski, 7.1. Oh, man. Where, you know, Politano, the rating, is like I said, 8-1. Created the most chances in the match. 5. Politano. So... You know, it's and then you know, I what else is there to say? Ossiman and Kavadaskelia did their thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Ossiman with the assist, super unselfish. Kavadaskelia with the goal, unbelievable. Spalletti with the right moves at the right time, just played this game to perfection. And I'm so happy and proud that that after a loss, and this is something another thing, something that I missed last week, Raf Bizarro. Yeah. Something that I missed last weekend. I after the after last week's show, I was so mad at myself. I didn't say this. Mm. Napoli needed to lose to Lazio. 
Napoli needed to lose to Lazio and okay. lose at home. They needed that. They needed that. They go 14 unbeaten to start the season on an 11-game win streak. First match back, lost to Inter on the road. Dang. Picked themselves right back up. Eight straight wins. Riding high, flying high. What did they do? Lost to the next best team, Lazio, uh, at home. And it felt like at the time when Napoli lost to Inter, it was like, okay, we had to get that out of our system. It's out of our system. We lost. Let's go get the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Now, they've lost at home, and the pressure is off for them to be to have to get that loss, right? That loss, right. it's it's over with. Yeah, that monkey off their back, you the know? Monkey's off the back, and now they're going to go on another run, and the yep. run to the Scudetto, and mm-hmm. possibly Europe. Like, you, like, I'm not kidding, man. I'm not kidding. Theoretically and realistically, Napoli have three more must-win matches in the Champions League. Three. Three. Tomorrow, excuse me, Wednesday, I say tomorrow, for you listeners listening on Tuesday uh, on the far from Vesuvius, mm-hmm. tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday, is not a must-win. We can draw. We can lose 1-0. It's not a must-win. But in the Champions League, there are three more must-win matches. How can you say this team can't do that? Yeah. How can you say, oh, no, well, you know, it's going to get even tougher, blah, blah, blah. Milan is in the last eight, and if Inter win tomorrow, or Tuesday, today, if you're listening, Inter will be in the last eight, and we can beat both of those teams. We know that for sure. How can you say this is not a possibility? It's got to be a possibility. Napoli got that big monkey of the home loss off their back. They're going to go on a tear now. A tear. It's over. Um, I... I, I don't... I'm not going to disagree with you, Rafa. I'm not going to go against you here. You know, I can cause for some drama. But the fact is, again, last week, it proved to me what they can do. Are they back at it? Is this the home stretch for them? Is this okay, guys? We took our break. You know, we were in third gear most of the time or fourth gear. Now we're going into fifth. We're going into sixth. We're going back into our high gears and scoring goals. Yes, Osinham doesn't have a goal for these past two games. But here's the deal. We all know you keep Victor hungry, he's going to come back even harder, even stronger, and he's going to eat and he's going to score. I think more or less we're going to see the same, Rafa, for this Wednesday because I'm curious what to, you know, as to what we're going to look like against Torino. Now, quick, before we get to any of that, you know, quick stat. There was an article today as far as, like, when is the possibility of Napoli, like, what game or what match day uh, is it possible that Napoli may clinch? And the what's coming out is a few days to look is April 30th, which is a match against Salernitano. So the Derby del Campagna could be it. But that's if we're at 19 points. If we're at 19 points after a win against Salernitano, I believe we may clinch at that point because there's six games left after that, which equals 18 points. We'll be at 19 mm-hmm. points. We got it. If not, you can probably expect a, a, a clincher at the game versus Fiorentina two games later because we'll have Salernitana, then we'll have Undenese, mm-hmm. which is a midweek game, and then we'll have Fiorentina. After Fiorentina, there'll be six games. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, four games left. 
Yes. Right. So 12 points to capture. If we're up and we stay at 15 and the and the guess is the guess is that we will be hovering between the 15 and 18 point mark. And I totally agree with it again, especially after this last performance. If we hover around that mark by May 7th, the game against Fiorentina, we may be clinching. So look for those days, guys, April 30th and May 7th. Yeah. Yep. So Gaetano and I have been talking about this for a while because we're trying to figure out what day we have to set up for a celebration, right? And the Fiorentina game sticks out really, really big because, you know, um, we've been we've been 15 up, right? We've been 12, we've been 15, we're now to 18, this and that. You give or take Napoli dropping a point or two here and there, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or uh, two, two or three points, right? You also have to take into consideration what Inter are going to do, right? And what the other teams are doing. Inter have a big game coming up against Juventus soon. Like there are, there are possibilities. There's even a possibility, Ralph, mm-hmm. that Napoli can clinch on the road in Torino against Juventus on April 23rd. That's oh another God. big possibility. It depends on what everybody does. But that's a possibility. Can you imagine that, bro? Can you imagine if that's that would be nuts if we clinch against Juve? I'd be like that. That would that's the cherry on the this. You know that would be the it cherry is. On, uh, it is. But I could see I could see Juventus banning Napoli fans from traveling there for that. I could see that a mile away. So um, that's what I'm thinking. You know, not for nothing, but I I do have this Fiorentina match stuck in my head. Um, because like you said, it's 18 points that we're ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do have a lead of 18 points, uh, come that Salernitana game, we have to remember that the tie break is no longer a tie break. It's a one match Scudetto, you know, showdown. Okay. So a clincher wouldn't be until we get to 19 at that point. Right. right? But yeah. six more wins, six more wins. And that like a, an Inter, let's face it, Inter are going to drop points before, our game against Salernitana, which is that six win. Let's take a look at what Inter have really quickly before we move on. Um, actually, we're about to close, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to put we're some closing close music while you do that, Rafa. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, see, because it can happen, man. Milan, Milan drew to Salern, uh, Salernitana today. You know, they, Inter Lazio was it? Was it Lazio drop points this weekend? Lazio dropped points this weekend. They tied. Uh, they did tie, didn't they? Spezia beat Inter, right? And Inter Milan lost, tied Lazio as well. Yeah, that's right. Lazio tied the Bologna nil-nil. Yeah. Um, yeah, Milan dropped points. Roma, Roma, Roma lost. Yeah, Roma lost. We're back to 18, bro. Back to 18. Okay, Inter's next six. You ready? After Inter play Porto this weekend, tomorrow, today, if you're listening... Inter Juventus, Inter Fiorentina, Juventus Inter Coppa Italia, Salernitana Inter, a possible banana skin, Inter Monza, very tough, Empoli Inter, another tough game, and then Inter Juve Coppa Italia second leg, Inter Lazio, Inter Lazio, guys, Verona Inter, Roma Inter, so that May 7th game, Napoli Fiorentina, Inter have to play Roma. The weekend we play Juventus, they play, I think, no, what is it? The weekend that we play, the Inter, yeah, so again, 
Juve, league matches, Juve, Fiorentina, Salernitana, Monza, Empoli, Lazio. Those are their next six. So our next six, if we go unbeaten and they drop at least one game there, we're going to win the Scudetto. It's just, it's done. Over. It's over. Then they, after that, they have Sassuolo after the Roma game. Then us. We just find guys. Then Atalanta. Right. <laughs> then Torino. And people, say like... Serie, and people say Serie A is trash. I don't understand how people can say Serie A is trash. I'm looking at this entire schedule that you can have to play, and I could probably see one, two, maybe three guaranteed wins out of their next 12. Three. And they, and they shit on Serie A. Get the frick out of here, baby. Give me a freaking break, why you? This might actually happen. I think it's happening. I think it's happening. Guys, time to close the music makes me want to do sexy time, guys. But yeah, uh, great show today, guys. Uh, we will wrap it up here. Uh, looking forward to Wednesday, guys. Be there at B-Square Repulta Stadium in downtown. Please come. Manhattan. Please come. We need everybody there. Let's go. Awesome. It's going to be a great time. We'll be looking forward to the Christ and not the double. We're rocking our new trip. Uh, but again, great show, Rafa. Until then, great show, Rafa Pizarro. What's an Napoli sempre, guys? Sempre. Ciao. Sosta Napoli sempre.